Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable partner for him. So the Lord God formed out of the ground various wild animals and various birds of the air and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. Whatever the man called each of them would be its name. The man gave names to all the cattle, all the birds of the air, and all the wild animals, but none proved to be the suitable partner for the man. So the Lord God cast a deep sleep on the man, and while he was asleep, he took out one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. The Lord God then built up into a woman the rib that he had taken from the man. When he brought her to the man, the man said, This one at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called woman, for out of her man this one has been taken. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife, and the two of them become one flesh. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. Blessed are you who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways. For you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and favored. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home, your children like olive plants around your table. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. May you see your children's children Peace be upon Israel. May the Lord bless us all the days of our lives. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, he for a little while was made lower than the angels, that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the leader to their salvation perfect through suffering. He who consecrates and those who are being consecrated all have one origin. Therefore, he is not ashamed to call them brothers. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his wife, his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, 
Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And people were bringing children to him that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he became indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not prevent them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Amen, I say to you, whoever does not accept the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it. Then he embraced them and blessed them, placing his hands on them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we start our commentary for the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time, I'd like to thank Aaron for uh, proclaiming the scriptures with us. Uh, Carla has the week off, so you get to listen to me for the entire commentary. So (laughs) I'm not sure if that's a blessing or perhaps a penance on your part. But we're going to start today with the fact that, or a reminder, that today is Respect Life Sunday, how important it is to respect and cherish life from conception until natural death. I mean, it is something that we say that is intrinsically wrong to murder an innocent human life. That's something we must never do. And how abortion has brought such havoc, such chaos, such loss, such um, emotions um, in our society today and how sad that really is. So I'd like to ask in this year of St. Joseph that we may ask for his intercession to defend innocent life in the womb and to also always give us the courage to speak for those beautiful little children and any way that we can help with pregnancy centers or other ways that we can do that to respect and promote a culture of life in our society today is so important. So please remember that. Respect Life Sunday. Uh, Also a note that Next week, uh, Sherathon is on from October 11th through the 15th. So please, by your prayers and your financial support and the many volunteers who will come here, please support Mater Day Radio and KBVM here and how important that is. And remember that we are now podcasting. So you can go to materdayradio.com and follow any of the shows, or you can go to Amazon or Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, uh, type in Sunday Commentary Mater Day and click the follow button because it is important how important it is to try and expand our reach and bring the gospel to folks. Well, let's go ahead and start in today's first reading. That's in Genesis chapter 2. And the line that really struck me today is that it is not good for man to be alone. The first time in scripture that we see something is not good. And I really think that if we follow the theology of the body uh, comments and, and uh, thoughts, we really are called to one of two relationships. We're either called to marriage or virginity for the sake of the kingdom. And what we're going to do today is focus in the first reading and also in the gospel really on the beauty of marriage. Um, And we see here something that makes people or humankind unique. It said here that uh, God was going to find a suitable partner for man. And says, so the Lord God formed out of the ground wild animals and birds, and he brought them to the man. Notice what it does not say here. It just says the Lord God formed them out of the ground. Note that God did not breathe his life into the animals. Now, contrast that with Genesis 2, verse 7, where he breathed his very own life, his very own spirit, his ruah, into man to bring a divine life, an eternal soul into into that person. He did not do that. He still formed them out of the ground, but he did not breathe life into the animals. And then as we follow along here, 
the Lord God cast a deep sleep on the man because none of the animals were, uh, you know, suitable. And he took out one of his ribs and created woman. And I think that's a really important part because taking the rib out of the man really signifies a helpmate. This is not something that he took uh, a toe bone out so that the man may lord over the female. He didn't take uh, something out of the man's uh, skull that the woman may lord over the man. He brought out of the man a rib to create a helpmate. And how indeed that expresses a beautiful, equal dignity. This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, the nearest of all things. And this shall be called woman. How beautiful that really is. And they become one flesh and that creates marriage to be a covenant, an eternal bond between man and woman that we cannot, um, you know, we cannot break. Uh, in fact, I think it's really important to think about when you talk about marriage, the reality of marriage is that it is both prehistorical and pre-political, meaning that it started before recorded history and is something that politics or mankind did not make up. And therefore, it means that if God made marriage, that is not something that we can negate. It's not something that we can redefine at will. It is indeed a beautiful covenant between man and woman. It's something that God created. It's something in our nature, and it's something that we have to respect and really just appreciate that reality in our society today. So we will hear more about marriage in the gospel, um, but I wanted to take time today to reflect on something from the responsorial psalm. It says here, for you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Of course, hopefully all of us have gathered things out of our garden this year. And one thing that you will notice is that you do not reap what you sow. You always reap more than you sow. Um, And it's really important. Are you going to sow peas or corn? Or are you going to sow weeds? Because the fact that you are going to reap more than you sow means that if I sow one pea, I'm going to get 100 peas. But also on the same line, if I sow a weed, I'm going to sow, I'm going to reap 100 weeds. So how important it is just thinking about that today, kind of in the fall time and, and the crop harvesting from the gardens and things, that just remember in our spiritual life, we need to sow those good seeds. We need to sow those those you know, fruits of charity and honesty and love and generosity, and just realize that whatever we sow, we're going to reap more of it and how important that really is to remember. Well, moving on to the second reading, um, we all month are going to listen to uh, the book of Hebrews out of the second reading and then the gospel of Mark in the gospel. And this starts up in chapter two, verses nine, but something happens, I think, very important in here in verses five through eight. It says here, Jesus as son of God is perfect and all things are subject to him. So that's the background of this. And then this reading starts today. He for a little while was made lower than the angels. This actually is a reference to Psalm 85. And it allowed Christ to have a fully human nature, to really understand what it means to be fully human, to, to you know understand and experience all of those joys and prayers and sufferings. He's walked that road before us. How important it is for us then to know that he's there always for us for that. And, and being God and man, he is the perfect mediator between God and man. 
So what a beautiful reading we hear for today, that he is always with us. He knows our sufferings. He knows our joys. He knows our pains. He knows our crosses. We always need to go to him to look for that strength. Well, let's go ahead and move to the gospel today. Uh, Beautiful readings about marriage today. Again, what God has joined together no human beings must separate. Of course, this was all prefaced with the the testing of uh, writing the bills of divorce that uh, uh, ultimately create uh, adultery situations. Um, I, I do want to spend a few minutes on marriage and, and kind of the state of marriage in society today, I guess specifically within the United States. Um, this comes from Crux, and it says 6% of Catholics uh, live in the United States in terms of worldwide, but... Catholics in the United States comprise 55 to 70% of all annulments worldwide. So we only are 6% of the population in the world, um, but yet we comprise almost 70% of all annulments. And I, I think that, again, what a what a sad statement that is. In effect, that not only affects the couple, affects the children, affects the um, their friends and family as well. Uh, it says here in uh, a Pew data back in 2015 that one in four American Catholics have gone through a divorce. It's unfortunately... A, a sad situation that we have in our society today. Um, and when we talk about the annulments here, I guess I'd like to spend just a second on the annulment fact um, that remember that is annulment is a declaration of what appeared to be a valid marriage was not. So, and that all, it depends on the time or the date of the marriage. So we thankfully have the declaration of nullity process But what I really want to close with today is something that Pope Paul VI reflected on, and that is he talked about the school of Nazareth one time. You know, we have the fact is that the fundamental society, unit of society, is the family today. If we don't have a strong family, we don't have a strong society. And Paul VI reflected on the life of, you know, the hidden life, the 30 years of hidden life of Christ with um, Joseph and Mary. And he wanted us to really reflect on three things that we can learn from the Holy Family. The first thing is that it offered silence. And we need this state of mind because through silence, we learn prayer and how important that is. The second is that it's a community of love and sharing. Nazareth serves as a model of what the family should be, that self-sacrifice that builds up your fortitude and, and your humbleness and your humility. And then finally, it teaches discipline. Joseph and Mary taught our Lord and Savior discipline, and we are called to model that discipline after the Holy Family of Nazareth. And so with that, that is our 27th Sunday this week, and uh, we go ahead and move about this week, and I just pray that we can reflect on the importance of marriage. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com.